Hello and welcome to Desert Island Risks, a series of podcasts presented by both John Harney and myself, Jennifer Michelle, where we'll be sharing results from our recently published Global Pension Risk Survey. Within this series, John and I will be casting our various guests away to a desert island with a copy of Aon's recently published Global Pension Risk Survey, where they'll have endless time to think about their defined benefit pension schemes and the latest risks that they face. Today, we'll be discussing investment strategy. Please welcome my guest today, Rupert Kotowski, an associate partner within the investment practice providing advice to DB pension schemes. Welcome to the island, Rupert. Thank you, Jennifer. Hello, everybody. So picture this. You're lounging on the beach with this survey. You've read it cover to cover. Can you tell us how have schemes been impacted by rising interest rates? Yeah, sure. Well, the answer to that is very significantly. Um, so the value that is placed on liabilities has, has dropped significantly, and the assets in which schemes invest to mimic those liabilities has, has dropped as well. Um, so what does that mean? It's actually led to improved funding levels and lower deficits. And if we looked at the data, deficits on long-term basis are now significantly smaller than they were, and the schemes are now closer to their long-term goals than previously. So what that has meant is that more schemes than ever before are now targeting a buyout, which has risen to 55% of respondents compared to the 30% who were targeting a run-on. So what investment strategy changes are schemes looking to make over the next few years as a consequence of this? Sure. So schemes are now generally in a much better position than they were expected to be, so they're looking to reduce risk. Over the next couple of years, 39% of our respondents are expecting to switch investments out of equities and other growth assets into annuities, LDI and credit. And credit is actually the most popular destination with 30% of our respondents who are looking to allocate there. But that's not the only thing that's been going on in strategy terms. Trustees now have to hold more assets to back their hedging programs as a result of the gilts crisis, which has led to some hard decisions regarding risk return and liquidity for some trustees. So how else are trustees thinking about the risks illustrated by this gilts crisis? Mm, good question. I mean, the gilts crisis is an example of where several different types of risk came together at the same time. But I think the one that was felt most keenly by trustees was operational risk. And by that I mean they had to go to meetings with very little notice and they had to take some very significant decisions. And then, of course, the paperwork had to be organised to implement those decisions quickly. And this was a significant burden for a lot of trustee bodies. So having gone through that experience, just over a quarter of our respondents look at delegation more favourably now, which would result in a reduction in operational risk. And of course, we can offer clients a spectrum of delegation ranging from the traditional fiduciary manager to OCIO to cash flow management, which they can take advantage of. And what about ESG investment risks? Could you tell us a bit about how trustees are dealing with this? Yeah, sure. There's broadly dealing with it in two ways in terms of their climate ambition and then secondly, portfolios. So what we found was, was that 51% of respondents thought their scheme was aligned with the ESG and net zero goals of their sponsor. So that's an important step to minimise reputational risk for the sponsor. But we've also seen trustees changing their underlying portfolios too. 41% of respondents had already implemented ESG tilts in their equity portfolio, with a further 28% looking to. But it's not just limited to equities though. Even more, 41% were looking to apply an ESG tilt to their credit portfolios in the future. So ESG risks and opportunities have changed portfolios and are expected to continue to do so. I'd probably just also add that this is a fast-changing area and there's new thinking and new products coming out all the time. 
So, Rupert, imagine this. It's your first day back from the island. What's the first tip you would give your clients based on this year's pension risk survey? Well, the first thing I'd say to them is, wow, isn't there a lot going on? And it's vitally important that you think about your own situation and prioritise your own governance budget because you won't have the time and money to do everything all at the same time. But to be a bit more specific, I would actually think think of ESG and just be open to new ideas, bring an inquiring mind and take the approach that is actually right for you. That's great. Thank you, Rupert. And for all our listeners out there, look out for further episodes to come within this series. There's a link that you can click on within the show notes where you're going to be able to download a copy of the survey findings. And if you have any questions or comments or would like to discuss this further, please contact your usual Aon consultant or any of us. Rupert, I'll cast you back home now from the island. Thank you all very much for listening and see you next time. 